0: If your dentist were smart, then she'd tell you to just floss one tooth. I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but I'll explain exactly what I mean on this episode of the Gerard Dawson Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Gerard Dawson. Again, you're listening to the Gerard Dawson Podcast, where I give short daily tips on the intersection of business, technology, and my favorite subject, education. Going back to the floss one tooth idea, the author James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habits, he introduced this concept to me. And the idea is pretty simple. People are more likely to do an action consistently and make it a habit when they can make the action small. After it's a habit, they can expand it and develop it into something bigger and more impactful. So back to the tooth example. To build the habit of flossing all your teeth, a smart approach is to begin the habit of just flossing literally one tooth after you brush. One tooth is so easy that you can't even possibly tell yourself you don't have time. Then after you begin, you're going to notice that it's easy to do you might even like the feeling and eventually you're flossing all your teeth. It might seem unrelated but here's why this applies to education entrepreneurs, consultants, ed tech startups. Recently I did a customer interviews project and it was for a company that has very engaged teachers who use their product to solve a very specific problem. I had a big realization that came after interviewing about 10 of the teachers who who love this product, and it was this. Teachers are literally addicted to using the product in their classroom, and that's because they use it as part of a daily habit. Now, when I say addicted, I'm not saying they're going to be suffering physiological symptoms if they stop using it, but it still has a lot of the same attributes. It's a good habit, of course. And it's easy to see why. The product has clear, time-saving benefits for the teachers. It replaces something that was annoying to do, that they had to do on paper and pencil. And it gives them a much more elegant digital solution to do this very important task. What's even better is that students actually enjoy using the product. and. They enjoy it so much at times that they forget that they're doing schoolwork. They think they're just having fun. What's even better about this, yes there's more, is that the product is easy to share with other teachers. It's very simple to explain and it takes very little time to get set up. This is more or less a dream come true for education entrepreneurs and for educators. So, there's all sorts of ways that the company can use this insight that was explained by several teachers in their own language during these interviews I did for them. We can use it to create things like emails, help documents, blog articles, social media, more stuff. But here's the lesson. If you can get teachers, school leaders, or parents to see why using your product is essential on some sort of set schedule, maybe it's daily, weekly, monthly, whatever, then you'll have a much higher chance of them seeing the value that you offer and them actually sticking with you. As always, and this is the most important thing, this has to be a natural and effective way to position your product. You can't just force it. And you can't be expecting people to develop a habit of using a product that doesn't solve their problem. If you want some help uncovering insights like these about your product through customer interviews, feel free to send me an email, contact at GerardDawson.org. I do often notice that educators open up to me because I'm one of them. So. I want to also offer to share that insight with you on my free email course, and you can get that by going to theedtechshop.com and drop your email in. It's https colon slash slash theedtechshop.com. And if you sign up, please write back to me, and I'd love to hear from you. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, this has been Gerard Dawson with the Gerard Dawson Podcast.